When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's always a pleasure to have this man in the studio. It's been a long time since he's seen the man that normally sits in this chair, but so we really appreciate him coming in. Wayne Hawks, welcome. Good morning. And what about you, sir? You told me when I first met you two years ago, you didn't know much about racing. That stands you, you correct. Have just, you have just got the CEO of Racing Victoria on and gone whack. Jeez, he was pretty strong, wasn't he, Andrew Jones? We'll go play that away, Waitley. Waitley, <laughs> go away. We don't need Jared. We don't need Jared. When We've was the last you. time you saw Jared? Uh, Melbourne Cup week. November. He, November. And he sent me two WhatsApps since then. He's travelled the world. Heard him a couple of times on the uh, on the radio. But, yes. Uh, have not seen or heard of him. Oh, no, he came in the studio. He came in once in December to do, uh, you know, to do a, a radio um, commercial for someone or whatever you call it. Mm-hmm. And uh, have not seen or heard of him since. Gave me nothing at Christmas. Uh, no Merry Christmas, Happy New Year. Gave me donuts. He's been a very busy man, but he's been doing a stellar job from the Super Bowl to the second test. And he'll be back next week. So normal service resumed with you and he this time next week. You are here, of course, for Westbury Stud. Uh, It's all about success with Tarzino at Westbury. So what did you make of Andrew Jones then, by the way? I thought he was fantastic. For a CEO to come on of Racing Victoria and to genuinely say what he said, I think the best line out of everything, and there was three or four, but I thought the best, best line was when you said, um, so he walked into a bar and it was just Peter Volandi standing there. What would you say to him? And he said, oh, go through to the keeper. Yeah. Well, you know what? That, that, that six uh, words, I reckon, says more than what he said. Well done. So there's a directions hearing today, uh, of course, and if you missed that earlier, Racing New South Wales, in fact, you've been living under rock recently. They're bringing Supreme Court action against uh, racing authorities all around the country, including right here in Victoria. Uh, so-called secret documents, uh, if you like, exposing what New South Wales and Peter Volandis are saying could be anti-competitive behaviour and could be a potential breach of corporations' law. So we, we put that to Andrew Jones. If you missed it, this is what uh, the Racing Victoria CEO had to say on it earlier on. Uh, well, you can assess it as a big waste of time and money. Uh, there's, uh, we're very, very confident in our case. Let's put it that way. I don't think they have a cause of action. Uh, and um, the summons... Uh, reads like it was written by the work experience kid. Um, so we'll contest that. I think the, the bigger issue is you've got one PRA uh, attempting legal action against the other five. So it's very hard to sit around a table and, and make rates in Australia work when you've got um, legal action um, between one party and and, uh, and five others. Um, and, you know, the irony of it all, of course, is that um, rating is someone's tried to uh, claim or tried to kick basically Victoria out of Racing Australia a couple of years ago um, mm. after we ran a, uh, a limited whip use um, race series of six races and they claimed they were grounds for deregistering uh, Racing Victoria as a PRA, which was a very curious position to take legally and ethically. Um, so um, if there's been a PRA which has been trying to uh, exclude another from uh, Racing Australia, it's Racing as well has been trying to exclude Racing Victoria. So some strong comments there from Andrew Jones. I mean, I'll, I'll look at this as, as you say, very much an outsider, and I think, can't they all just get along? And what hope has the industry got if if there's he said and she said and bickering and fighting? But are the commercial realities 
this will always be the case, Wayne? Well, to uh, use a line that I'd said last year with Jared Waitley, Coles do not care about Woolworths. <laughs> That's right. And that, and that is the bottom line. But see, me as a participant, you out there as a racing fan, you look at the industry as a racing industry, as a national thing. Mm. So, but they, these guys are looking at as Victoria, Landy's is looking at as New South Wales, and they're and they're strong, uh, they're strong competition. But we do need to be more aligned together because the thing about this is that they both can't stand alone. Every horse doesn't get ready for the Melbourne Cup in Melbourne and run all their races in Melbourne and then run on Melbourne Cup Day. So we need every other state and we need the overseas horses to mm. come in and help. So we do have to have some sort of, uh, some sort of alignment. But as I said at the top of the show, I reckon it was great what, um, what the CEO said and he certainly didn't mix his words. Written by a work experience kid. <laughs> so they almost have to begrudgingly get along, don't they? I mean, Supreme Court action is a, is a, <laughs> well, is a big step, it not, would appear. Well, it's, 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 a, it's a huge step and is it a worry? It is a worry to a point because mm. at the end of the day, there's a lot of money being spent and, uh, you know, where the, and there's plenty of time that's probably lost and we have important matters and look at it, look at, uh, go the other side because it's not all, no one's saying mm. that it has to be Peter Volandi's fault here. Andrew Jones obviously is, but Peter Volandi runs Racing New South Wales. He also runs um, the NRL. Gee whiz. I reckon if you asked Andrew Jones and Gil McLaughlin, combine those two jobs together, I reckon they'd both look at you and go, you're yeah, nuts. Yeah, yeah. Mate, what, what does the bloke do on Sunday besides 14 hours a day? No doubt. Big no effort. Doubt. Big effort. Absolutely. To do, to do what he's doing. And both industries are uh, are going gangbusters. That's uh, that's for sure and certain. But I don't think we need to go to court. When, when I was young, a client of mine wanted to sue somebody and, and, I, and I, was, I was 17. And my mother said, I asked my mother and she said, do unto others what you want done to yourself. And I always remembered that. So at the end of the day, you know, suing legal, that's, that's, mm. that's, that's a big, big step. And uh, we need to think twice about that. And Peter loves dishing it. The other aspect of our chat with Andrew Jones, of course, was the calendar change. Now, we, we thought we would yes. get more. I think we'd almost been conditioned to assume that the Cox Plate was almost a fait accompli. And then after all the talk and all the discussion and indeed all the debate, the Cox Plate's staying put. What would you have, what would you have done? I got phoned last night at five past nine from Gareth Hall and he said, guess what's happened? I said, oh, here we go. Nothing. <laughs> I said, Cox Plate's going to end of November and they got what they want. He said, wrong. Couldn't believe it. I dead certainly fell off the chair. I thought it, I thought it was, you know, it was a done deal the way they came out and said what they said. But obviously the backlash was, uh, Andrew Jones said to you, 50-50. Mm. I don't think it would have been 50-50. I reckon it would have been uh, would have been stronger than that. Yeah. The, but the participants that I spoke to, everyone was going, not against trying stuff, but when you start screwing with the Cox Plate, that's a big, big deal to be doing that. That's that's like you having your uh, your night grand final or having it on a Sunday or just moving things around. That's a little bit more time and effort. So if you actually go back a step and yeah. you go, okay, they're not moving the time on a Cox Plate. And the two, for the non-racing people, the two biggest races in the country are the Melbourne Cup because it's the race that stops the nation. But the real racing purest race is the Cox Plate. It's the 100 metres of the uh, the men's sprint in the Olympic Games scenario. Mm. That is what it is. So at the end of the day, they've done the right thing and, and not, not played with it. So we're going to move a couple of races, push them further and deeper into November. Well, I don't want things to move. But I'm quite happy to be in this in this chair on the first of December and say I got it wrong. 
The fans loved it. Everyone flocked there. Everyone went there. I was wrong. And I'm grateful for RVL for making change because one thing that the old Kremlin does up there at 400 Epsom Road is they're very hard on tradition and back in the day and yeah. Bart Cummings said. And yeah. So I reckon it's great that we're now actually in the year 2023 and they're coming to the party. Now we've got a new racing manager in Matt Welsh. We've got a new CEO in Andrew Jones. And I think Andrew would honestly tell you that he's not, he's not a mad, mad, mad racing fan like I am. But I think that's okay because an outside set of eyes coming in, it's a new CEO that can bring in something different from uh, from from other other aspects of uh, of business. But is it the end of it though? Do you think when it comes to the Cox Plate specifically? Well, the bottom line is this: I mean, we just need to stop and put it on hold yeah. and wait until, as I said, let's say the first of December. Because let me tell you, come the second of December, it might be guess what, boys and girls, hold on, because this time next year, mm. the whole thing's going to be looking very very different because. The racing fans just lapped it up like there was no tomorrow, and it is the right thing to do. I my only comment with Jared Waitley was asking him what happens in November, and he told me categorically this year in November we've got one test that might be in India, and he said that is almost it once Melbourne Cup's over. In 2022, you told me off air, Sam, uh, months ago that it was just crazy in November. You just had so much, uh, so much work. You didn't know, you didn't know where to start. Mm. So, whereas this November coming up, we're going to be very, very light on for, for sport content. So this might end up being a a fantastic thing. And you know what? I want it to work. Will it work? Of course, it'll work, and it will be successful. But to what level? But at the end of the day, if the racing fans grab it and love it and want it, uh, let's go and do it. And for the record, the Melbourne Cup week finished and then it went to the uh, to the provincials and they had their Saturdays. Is that too early do you think? Is this is this does this get to the heart of it? We've yep. gone out there too early. Yep. What I was big for saying give the uh, give give the country tracks the standalone Saturday. That's what we call it, standalone Saturdays. Mm-hmm. No, not working. Be- and I'll tell you why it's not working because when when I was in Sydney Golden Slipper Day and I was watching the standalone meeting at Bendigo you go, oh, there's a next to Bendigo. It doesn't compute in your head to go, that's the Saturday. You're thinking it's the provincial. Whereas if you go, oh, there's a next to Flemington, your ears prick up because it's Flemington. So we're not accustomed to uh, to actually uh, put it, com- computing that, if that, mm. makes, uh, that makes sense. So turnover was way down. But you know what? On the flip side, I reckon the week after the AFL grand final, the turnover would be down on the football industry as well. It has something... It, Need something. We don't, well, the we trade don't come period. To a stop. The Correct. trade period rolls in. Yep. Correct, but we come to a we come to a stop in the AFL, the NRL, things like that. The racing industry doesn't stop, so you have to expect that turnover and the racing fans will mm. drop off mm. because it is what it is. But I don't buy the Christmas thing. Everyone says, "Oh, it's getting close to Christmas." I don't think anyone thinks about Christmas until December one. December one comes, and then you put on your pumpkin head and start rushing around thinking what you're going to get mum for uh, Christmas and. Da, 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 da. But anyway, that's my thoughts. Here's a question off the text from Cam. I'm going to fire it to you without notice. And, and Cam says, this, in fact, is the biggest question of the morning for Wayne. Please. How good will the half-brother of Chautauqua be? Need some luck. Half-brother of Chautauqua? That's what uh, Cam's saying off the text. I don't train the half-brother of Chautauqua. So no good at all then? Well, I don't really care. <laughs> Chautauqua has just been officially retired from the... Yeah, uh, well, I want to talk to you about Chautauqua later because... May, maybe you might be talking about uh, the uh, the Moss... The, our golden slipper when it was Moss Fun and we bought her uh, sibling 
this year for 1.65 at the Magic Millions. Maybe that's what he's talking okay. about. I would have thought maybe. I'm hoping he's going to be very, very good. <laughs> I want to talk to you, though, about Chautauqua later on because you've been there, done that. You know, the champion sprinters, Nature Strip, all the talk around Nature right. Strip, of course. And I know you've had your say on that in recent times, but uh, that fading six, I'd, I'd love your thoughts on that. I mean, nine group ones, 20 million bucks. Um, we might explore that after a break because I want to reset and I want to take you to Hong Kong as well. All sorts of drama in Hong Kong at the moment. Speaking of strong comments, my goodness me, Zach Burton has gone wackety whack whack and uh, nothing coming back the other way at the moment. So I want to get your thoughts on that. I'm smiling. <laughs> but I know you want to get into it. Melbourne's weather, sunny today, top of 30. She's warming up uh, for City Power, supplying power to homes in the CBD and the inner suburbs. It's Nature Strip trying to kick. Cool and Getters getting close and September Run back on the inside of the 150. September Run drives through and Cool and Gatter then Bella Nipitina. Cool and Gatter in the centre lifts. Cool and Gatter in front of Bella Nipitina. I wish I win late. Cool and Gatter announces herself and wins it from I wish I win Bella Nipitina. September Run. Then Buena Noches. Next Nature Strip. There you go, Cool and Gatter did announce herself, winning the Group One Lightning Stakes, of course, for Jamie Carr. We are with Wayne Hawks. Wayne, oh, this text from Cam, another Cam. Half bro of Chautauqua trialed yesterday and flew home to win. Just because you don't train at Hawks, he doesn't mean he doesn't exist. So who's got it, the Snowdens? Correct. Well, why don't you text Paul or Peter Snowden on their radio show? <laughs> Right, gee, that'll get back. No, we'll get back. I d- to be fair, we'll I tweet that one out later. I, yeah, good. I didn't see it. I didn't see it, and I didn't know that it uh, it trolled. But you know what? Younger half brothers and older sisters and stuff. It's always a good story. Yeah, you want to see Black Caviar's brother or sister? Well, yeah. that was all too hard. The it's horse the romance. Of course, it is. Hundred percent, it is. So there's been plenty of romance in Nature Strip over the journey. Not so much now, which is why I wanted to get your thoughts. Uh, a fading six. So nine Group Ones in total. Some twenty million bucks. I mean, I think you said recently it was time. As he he's done enough. Well, I think he has. I I, I you know what? I loved how Joel Selwood said thank you. Grand final done it. See ya, move on. Yeah. Mackay Bediva won her third Melbourne Cup and Tony Santic in the acceptance speech said, that's it, we're done, thank you. It's a footballer just going one season too many and plenty of them do it. But it doesn't, it's not, it's, it's, it's not the way you want to be remembered, I don't think. For the record, I don't think Chautauqua would want to be remembered for what he did. And yes, people are going to say to me, you didn't retire Chautauqua. Chautauqua was not my decision. If I had Nature Strip, I would stop with him. I'd retire him. I'd still jog him around. I'd produce him Newmarket Handicap Day and say farewell to the uh, to the fans. I'd take him back to Sydney. He's won three TJ Smiths like Chautauqua did. I think Black Caviar won two. I'd produce him on that day. They'll obviously take him back to Sydney, barrier trial him, and then they will uh, will redecide. And it's it's a hard thing for the owners. Yeah. It, it, it'd be like your you know your favourite dog or your favourite kid. Not let our favourite children, but we all do. <laughs> Good morning, Lachlan. <laughs> Hi, Matilda. Um, Sorry, as, I was confused as though the favourite uh, is there and who isn't. There's, anyway. there's a thousand people smirking as they're uh, listening to this in their cars going, I do but have so, a so you've sat in the position then, obviously. I mean, yes. So when yes. someone asks you, like, I'm a bad two now, how do you answer? So how do you know... When is the right time? How do you know when enough is enough when it comes to these sprinters and the wear and tear over time? Well, the the end result is sometimes you don't know until you race them. So he probably showed everything leading up to his uh, to his run last Saturday, and he wasn't he wasn't terrible. Mm. He actually ran good, like he genuinely did. The track was firm. It's the middle of summer. He probably wants a bit of give in the ground. He loves a wet track. He's getting older. 
Why didn't Joe, Joel Selwood go another year? They're getting older and they just know. So Joel Selwood can say, but, but you know, with the Chautauquas and the nature strips and black caviars, winks, you can only look at them on what they're showing you. And I'm sure nature strip said, I'm 110% right, ready to go. Well, then his run was a bit substandard. So I would assume he's going back to Sydney and they'll trial him and see how he goes. But for mine, I would say... Fair's fair, mm. enough's enough. We've seen the great horse. He's represented Australia in the green and gold, and he and he kicked their brains in. It's fantastic. Probably. I was there. Surely doesn't given get the, yeah. doesn't get any better. Oh, off the text here. Nature strips like the Aussie cricket team couldn't handle the surface. <laughs> I think nature strip goes a little bit better than the Aussie cricket team. Let's let's be, let's be fair. Does about he sweep? That. Does he sweep? Like... <laughs> he play a good sweep shot. Nature strip. Do you reckon? Oh, he, he, you know what? Uh, uh, the, the horses of his caliber could probably just about do anything. And you know what? We want the romance to yeah. live on, but. Sometimes you just got to say enough. Exactly. When have they given the connections enough? I want to take you to Hong Kong, Shatin. So all sorts of drama over there. I've been looking forward to this all morning. Zach Purton has got the jockey club chief steward, Mark Van Gestel, right in his uh, crosshairs. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, Mark's only been there for a few months and has come in correct. really strong, really Strict, if that's even the right phrase. He was the former chairman of Racing New South Wales Stewards. He's been there since November. So nine jockeys have received suspensions across the six meetings since he took over, since he succeeded Kim Kelly, of course. Now, Zach Purton, one of three riders, uh, given a little holiday at uh, Shartin on Sunday, and he has gone nuclear here, Zach Purton, uh, saying it isn't going to be sustainable, uh, that he's already lost the confidence. This is Mark's already lost the confidence of the, the jockey's room. He said, I've been here for 16 years. Not once have I seen a jockey get suspended for what I got suspended for on Sunday. You can't be suspended for crowding a horse. That's not enough for a riding offence. What is this comparable to? You like to tie things back to Big footy. words. Yeah. Big words. I mean, it, it's like, you know, Dustin Martin having a crack back at uh, Gillan McLaughlin. I mean, yeah. gee whiz, you, you, you're walking a tightrope. If that was me in Melbourne right now, I'd be before Chief Robert Cram, uh, Chief Steward Robert Cram, tomorrow or the uh, or the next day. So Zach's uh, an Aussie who's been a champion jockey in Hong Kong, and, I mean, he is bigger than big. He, he He's Gary Ablett Senior and Junior together. That's how big he is in what? Hong Kong. No, no, 100% he is. No, that's how big this an, man an is. An out-and-out celebrity. Mate, he, 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 is, he is signing autographs, taking selfies, you know, da-da-da-da-da as he walks around the streets because what you've got to understand is everyone in Hong Kong has a form guide in their back pocket on Tuesday for Wednesday and Saturday for Sunday. So they saw Zach Purton. He, would, he, he wouldn't be mobbed, but people would be walking up to him yeah. in Hong Kong wanting a tip. Mate, he is a Fenningham celebrity because what there is is I think there's only 24 jockeys in uh, in Hong Kong. So yeah, so he's saying this is this is the I guess the crux of his argument. He's saying if this is a new standard that the mark's going to set, that you're going to get suspended for crowding another runner in a race, we're not going to end up with any jockeys on the roster. He said what he's failing to grasp and understand is if you're in Australia or the UK, you've got an endless amount of jockeys available. They're on tap here in Hong Kong. We only have a certain amount of jockeys on the roster. So he's saying, you better be careful what you're doing here. There'll be no one left to run your races. There certainly is some merit in that, obviously. But you know what? Stop being a sook, Zach. <clears throat> Seriously. Stop being a sook. At the end of the day, the bottom line is, he is the new man that's come in. Now, any new CEO, let's call it, Chief Steward basically is a CEO, any new CEO that's come in is going to have his own stance on it. So if Mark is hard on that line, I think that's okay as long as you stay hard on that line. But and it, there'll be others that you'll be a bit weaker on. See, to butt in, what they started doing in Hong Kong years ago was instead of suspending you like we do in Australia, they started fining them big money. Hmm. They might they might 
Zach might have done the same thing three, four months ago, but it might have been a 10,000 Aussie fine. And I'm talking serious amounts of money. So that way their ranks didn't drop because Hong Kong is all about the punt. And if Zach Purton is on the sidelines, punting drops. But see, Zach Purton's got one big problem in Hong Kong. It's called Hugh Bowman, the man that rode Winks. Hugh Bowman's gone up there and he's launching and, and, and he's coming for him. So Zach has had it good for 10 years. Well, Zach cast the net even wider. He said, if I'm a jockey from overseas thinking about coming here, then I'm not because I'm going to get rubbed out for something I don't deserve to be rubbed out for. Don't quite know about that because <laughs> Hong Kong's been very tough and they've been struggling to get international riders to go to Hong Kong. But Zach, one of the reasons why the international jockeys don't want to go is you've got a stranglehold on the industry and you're riding four favourites every uh, every Saturday or Sunday they race, yeah. basically. So... They are seriously strong words to be coming out at your brand new uh, chief stipendary steward who is chief cook and bottle washer. Well, could they? It appears as though no repercussions, though. It's just been left to well, drift mate, off into the breeze. It'll be interesting to see what <laughs> happens with that, whether they pull him in and give him a, uh, a please explain or they let him go. If it was in Australia, you'd be in deep, you know what. Good to see you, mate. You too. That's been really Your good. Your racing to see. knowledge has oh, got amazing over Christmas. Off the charts, it is. Uh, Wayne Hawks, I know all about Westbury Stud. Magnificent it is, and that's why you're here. Tarzino, reliable man. Redwood, uh, El Rock H, providing success in more ways than one at Westbury Stud. Hope you have a good remainder of your day. And obviously, Big G will be back with you next week. Who? Karen <laughs> Waitley That'll back get back The next week on mornings From Monday Of course Snap judgments Don't forget those uh, Normal service resumed Next Monday uh, We'll say farewell To Wayne Hawks And we'll get into The newsroom Where Anna Pavlou Has the headlines